as son is given. And the governments will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And it was the greatest gift ever sent. It was God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so look what God is saying to us here. He's saying this. Christmas is all about me. And there are a few things to notice about this gift. Number one, it's a gift sent from heaven. Now, does anyone watch? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Anyone? Well, it's a program about descending. And what happens is this. Famous people like Carl Thatcher, whose mother is also quite famous, leave behind a very privileged upbringing to camp outside in a jungle somewhere. Now, in a far, far greater way, Jesus Christ descended. In Jesus, get this, God was made man. In Jesus, the infinite became finite. C.S. Lewis was a brilliant thinker, and he was the author of the book The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And here's how C.S. Lewis described the gift sent from heaven. And he gave us this picture. He says this. Lying at your feet is your dog. Imagine for the moment that your dog, and every dog, is in deep distress. Some of us love dogs very much. And if it would help all the dogs in the world to become like them, would you be willing to become a dog? Would you put down your human nature, leave your loved ones, your job, hobbies, your art and literature and music, and choose instead of the intimate communion with your beloved, the poor substitute of looking into the beloved's face and wagging your tail, unable to smile or speak. And it continues. Christ, by becoming man, limited the thing which to him was the most precious thing in the world his unhampered unhindered communion with the father and number two it's a gift sense in love now one of the best things on TV at Christmas time must be the snowman would you agree? yes one of the good things but remember the story it was about a young boy and one day it snows. And what does he do? He makes a snowman. And you'll notice, he loves the snowman that he made. Now think about this. The one who made you and me, and this vast universe with all its galaxies, our creator, showed us he loved us. And how do you know that? Well, 2,000 years ago, in a stable in a town called Bethlehem, the greatest gift of all, was sent. A baby who was Christ the King. The Bible says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So number one, the greatest gift of all is sent from heaven. Number two, it is sent in love. And number three, it is sent to rescue. And here we come to the heart of why Jesus came. If you look at Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2, what does it say? It says this, The people
people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Now here's what that means. Jesus became man to turn our darkness into light and our death into life. Charles Wesley was a famous songwriter and he wrote the carol Heart of the Herald Angels saying Glory to a newborn king and we sang it earlier tonight. How does verse 3 begin? Verse 3 begins this way. Hail the heaven born prince of peace. Hail the son of righteousness. And here it is. Light and life to all he brings. You see, if our greatest need had been information, God would have sent us an educator. If our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an economist. If our greatest need had been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness. So God sent us a saviour. And it was the greatest gift of all. Thursday was a very important day for me. Do you want to guess why? No, I wasn't 25. No, I started Christmas shopping. And I got my brother Johnny a Christmas present. Okay? I am not a clue what to buy him. But I got him this. And do you think he'll guess what's inside it? I would think so. And he'll find out on Christmas Day. Now if you remember, the Jewish people were waiting. What for? For the greatest gift of all. And they have been waiting for seven centuries. Remember, they have been told by Isaiah. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. But here's the really amazing thing. They didn't recognize this gift. And they didn't receive it. It's amazing. In John chapter 1 it says this. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. So imagine this. Imagine I went to my brother's home and I took my present with me. And I said, Johnny, this present is for you. Now just imagine that he takes a look at the present, but he doesn't open it. And he leaves it under the Christmas tree. Now here's the point. That's the same with God's gift to us. We must choose to either accept it or reject it. And so as we close, we're going to think about this. How did I receive the greatest gift of all? Now the key verse is verse 12. Notice what it says. Yet to all who received him, that is Jesus, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And there are two things to observe here. Number one, receive after reflection. And here's the question. Intellectually, does it make sense to receive this gift. Is there actually evidence that this baby born in Bethlehem really was God in the flesh? 
Can I really believe this? You ever thought that? But we struggle with an award-winning journalist. And he worked for the Chicago Tribune. And he was also a spiritual skeptic. But that was about to change. For more than 600 days, Lee Strobel would research the evidence for Christianity. And he later wrote a book called The Case for Christmas. And here's what Lee Strobel discovered. He said this. After spending nearly two years investigating the identity of the Christmas child, I was ready to reach a verdict. For me, the evidence was clear and compelling. Yes, Christmas is a holiday, overlaid with all sorts of fanciful beliefs, from flying reindeer to Santa Claus sliding down chimneys. But I became convinced that if you drill down to its core, Christmas is based on a historical reality. The Incarnation, God becoming man, Spirit taking on flesh, the infinite entering the finite. It's an incredible thought. The eternal becoming time-bound. He said this, It's a mystery, backed up by facts, that I now believe were simply too strong to ignore. And it was to be a life-changing discovery. And as you leave, the, as you leave tonight, if you're exploring the true meaning of Christmas, we we'll want to give you a copy of this book. So number one, receive after reflection. Number two, receive through faith. Now I wonder, what immediately comes into your mind when you hear the words New Year's resolution? The first things. Well, here are some resolutions that I have said in the past. I must join a gym. You ever said that? I must join a gym, lose some weight, and I must walk the dog, and I must start being nice to my little sister, and I must learn to cook, and that was ten years ago. Now catch this, receiving the greatest gift of all is the complete opposite of making a New Year's resolution. And why? Because there's nothing you can do to earn it. It's what God has already done. By sending Jesus into this world to die on a cross and rise again. You see, it's free, but it's not cheap. And we simply receive this gift through faith. The Bible says this, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. And it's not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. We sang tonight that carol, O little town of Bethlehem. And the final verse says this, O holy child of Bethlehem, Descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. We hear the, we hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. And that's the challenge for us tonight. Will I reject Jesus? Or will I receive Jesus? Let it conclude by going back to Lee Strobel. Lee Strobel explains what happened in his own life. And here's what he said. So I talked with God in a heartfelt and an edited prayer, admitting and turning from my wrongdoing and receiving his offer of forgiveness and eternal life through Jesus. I told him that with his help, I wanted to follow him and his ways from here on out. 
Now as you leave tonight, if you're exploring what Christmas is all about, please take a copy of this book. It's free and you'll find it downstairs in the lounge. The greatest gift that you could receive this year is Jesus. Yet to all who received him, that is Jesus, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. We're going to now sing our final carol together. O come all ye faithful. And the final verse says this. Yea, Lord, we greet thee. Born that happy morning. Jesus to thee. Be glorified.